Welcome to the Crushing Land Podcast, brought to you by The Land Method. Each week, our host, Jonathan, along with The Land Method team and special guest speakers, will answer your burning questions on land investing or discuss relevant real estate investing strategies and principles. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to our live question and answer. Glad that you guys are with, here with us tonight. Uh, we'll be going over some stuff that uh, you guys have been asking us over the last few days since we made the post. Uh, also, some other things that have come up uh, just in the last few days as well, just in different posts and things like that. So remember, this is interactive. If you have questions, if you have anything like that, feel free to ask them. Uh, we're monitoring the chats here. If you're watching on YouTube by chance, we're not monitoring that chat. So make sure you come here to the Facebook group. There's instructions in the YouTube description that tells you how to do that. Join the Facebook group, and then you'll be able to ask any questions that you want live. So uh, I'm just watching it here, seeing some comments, uh, and just making sure that we have everything from everyone. So, Guys, remember, uh, right here in the comments, you can ask questions. We only got a few questions that were asked prior to, to right now. So uh, we'll jump into those and answer those in just a minute. but. Any questions that you guys have, make sure to put it down uh, in the comments and uh, we'll make sure to get that answer for you guys. Yep. And I'm just getting a screen, a couple screens up here as we're talking, just so I can kind of watch everybody or watch everything, I should say, and make sure that we have uh, all of our, don't miss anything. All right. So, Genius, you want to kick us off or? Yeah. Um, well, for, first, Jonathan, let's talk a little bit about kind of like that uh, that little email, I I mean, that post I posted yesterday, because it's, it's been coming up a lot. Um, not only just yesterday, I talked to, you know, the coach student I talked to last week, it's come up on a few different calls that I've had over the last two weeks. Um, I know it's also, it's also has come up in a group as well, and you've been actually, um, a few people have asked you about it as well, or have talked to you about the offers and things of that nature. A lot of people wonder well, how we send so many offers, why we send so many offers. And um, the thing is, is that we go based on the values that we see on sold properties, right? When we're doing our initial research, uh, which takes us just a few seconds, a few clicks of, you know, um, in that area, seeing what's sold of like kind of quality, and then just making an offer based on that. So, a lot of people, and again, we've been told a lot of coaches are telling students that if someone's asking for $30,000 for a piece of property and it's only worth $20,000, basically that you're wasting your time sending an offer. And that is completely backwards if you ask us because um, you don't know what anybody's willing to accept for one. Uh, for two, if you've done the hard work on on sending out a letter to get a lead and that lead calls you showing an interest in selling, it may be a ridiculously high number that they're asking for, but sending an offer is not going to kill you. It's only a few seconds and a few cents as far as money um, to get that out in the mail. So uh, worst they're going to say is no, not respond. Uh, I recommend you send an offer to almost everybody. I mean, if you look up the lot and it's a junk lot, you know, that's just a waste of time. Um, then you know maybe maybe you're not but if if any anything else i mean i'm sending offers to everybody so 
Yeah. I mean, just think about it for a minute from the perspective of us selling land for those who have gotten that far. How often do we get questions along the lines of what are you willing to take? What's your best deal? Whatever it may be. And we don't give a number. We're always like the price is listed. It might be listed for 50 grand. You're willing to take 30, maybe, but you're not saying that. Why would you cut your, so think, why would a seller be, some some do, don't get me wrong. Some give you a great number and we jump on those. But a lot of them are going to give you market numbers, right? Or what their tax assessed value is or anything like that. So it's no different for them than it is for us. So just, just something you need to think about there. That's why we say, you know, if they contact you, you've gone through the work of marketing. You've spent the time, you've spent the money to send them a letter or to send them a text or combination thereof or whatever it may be. You've gotten that far and it's amazing. I think I actually did like a short video once on this, not that long ago, right? I, I did one on a, a, a short one minute video and it's like, actually follow through. It's amazing how many people, when they get calls back, pick and choose who to mail to based on what they're getting for responses, where in reality, we're mailing offers to 95% plus of, of people that contact us. And the ones that we're not are ones where there's just too much back taxes or the lot just isn't what it was, you know, what Genus mentioned originally. So it, just use some common sense there. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, Right now, we've gotten several questions that have come in already, Jonathan, which is which is pretty good. See that? Good. All right. So just the, the ones that we got here, I, I, I'm going to have to go back and find the other ones, which I'll do in a second. As we're kind of talking, I'll go and mess around with and find them. Um, but the ones that we've gotten here so far, between neutral letters or blind offers, which is the better method? From Matt Burnett. Uh, Matt, we don't do much blind offers. So... With us is all mostly neutral letters. We do blinds in certain situations, um, but we don't just blindly mail a whole county, uh, uh, you know, blind offers. That's just, it doesn't work in our opinion, the way neutral letters do, and we don't teach it that way. Yeah, I've had much better success percentage-wise on my blind offers but big caveat, super targeted. I know the area. I know what things sell for. I know what I can get, all of that. And because all of that is what I'm making my decision to use a blind offer. And the only way I got there was through, you used the word term neutral. I actually call it an initial letter. And the reason I call it an initial letter is because it's just that. It's where we start. We start with that. And then when you find out an area, wow, I can really go in and target. Genus and I were actually just talking about a subdivision that I did 119 deals in. That was all blinds. But I discovered it through the initial letter and did a couple of deals and found out what was happening and what was going on in that thing. Where it, that way I could able to go in and target it. And I guarantee you, if I hadn't done that, I would have never got 119 deals there. It would have been way lower with just normal blinds. So blinds are based on targeting initial letter to get everything going from the get-go. And that's something we teach. It's in our course. And, and we break down how that all works to get the best results possible using that combination. Uh, question from Rodney. How do I get to the millions? <laughs> Consistency <laughs> and volume. That's true. That, that, <laughs> that is absolutely true, actually. Uh, what are you guys seeing as the best way to find deals? Uh, mail, hold on. He had, he had a mailer. Sorry, message got cut off. 
Um, well, I guess it was just, uh, well, are we using mailers? Well, we, we, do, we do the initial letter strategy as well as text messaging, SMS. Um, that's how we get 100%. That's how I get 100% of my deals basically is, is uh, initial letters and SMS. Yeah. And we do follow up with those things. That's a big thing too. We have it all built, excuse me, into our system. A lot of people teach kind of like one and done. And that's not really the smartest way to do things. Um, you know, we, we have like a whole workflow that we have built out that we'll follow up with different things. So we're, we're, we're touching that person more than once and thus getting a better result because of that. But, but we only use, we only use uh, those two things. Uh, yeah, well, and, and um, I guess ringless voicemail, which we, we put it in as part of our um, SMS campaign. So um, yeah, th those are the ways that we're getting our list. Now, he I did use email. Somebody actually was talking to, I would just had a coaching call, like literally right before this. And I was talking to them about, and, and they had the same results. Email is so finicky. They just don't get delivered so much. And so they're like, we just don't know if people are getting them. I mean, I, I send contracts to people that are expecting it by email to buyers or to sellers that I've come to terms with different things that we teach. And they're like, I never got it. And so emails get lost in cyberspace or go to spam and all these different things. You tell them to look there. So people are like, why don't you use that more? It's like, you're not really getting good hits, right? So I don't use a whole lot with that, but the other methods are, are all built in. Yeah, he had a follow-up question on that. Are you guys using financing? He hasn't found any places that do loans for land or anything like that, unless it's AG, but not for flipping or anything. Not that you would tell them it's to flip, but you get me. We we don't we do, we don't not very many people offer financing on raw land. Um, I mean, there's a few places like I mean, there's like Carolina Farm Credit over here in North Carolina. They're pretty big with with raw land. But I mean, we're, if you're doing double closings like we are, um, you just need transactional lending. If you don't have the funds, you don't you don't need financing. So, and we have somebody that we did a crushing land with a while back, Dave Dinkle. You go to YouTube and just type in the land method, Dave Dinkle, and it'll pop right up. Yeah, and there's really no reason to go beyond that. I mean, people say all the time, like, "Well, I got to own." You don't have to own it, and we we teach that straight up. I mean, we teach that in the course, and we explain it. And have it all out there for everybody. I mean, you really owning the pro own the property does have certain advantages. Don't get me wrong, but to get into debt, have a loan, all of that doesn't make any sense. Agreed. So when we pull leads, how long should they have owned the land for? I don't look at ownership at all. I know people do. I don't simply because ownership does not break down purchases. It brings down transfers. And transfer can be anything, right? It can be a divorce. It can be just somebody flipping it, not flipping it, somebody moving it to their to a to a trust or an LLC or anything like that, or into their own name, or taking a party off, uh, you know, inherited, probate. And there's so many different things that would transfer ownership. And those things show as less, you know, you know, I change one thing, you know, I could have it in my full name with my middle name and I could ditch that and put it in just my name. I could have owned the property for 50 years. I do that one thing. It shows that I owned it a day, the day I did it. Right. So that's a pretty extreme example. People aren't really going to do that, but they do put it into, they get married. They put it into both names. They get divorced. They put it into one name, whatever it may be. They decide to put it in a trust, all of those things. So because of that, we do not worry about ownership length. 
that and and the fact that people's lives change every day. Just to add to to what Jonathan's saying, in addition to how ownership can change the way, or you know what Jonathan just said, basically. Uh, another thing is is people's lives change every day. So they could have purchased the property six months ago with the intention of of building on it, right? And then plans change, right? Got students that went to college that sucked up all their money. Now they need money, and now they're not going to build on this property. Now they want to sell it. Right. So if you don't mail to them, you haven't there's an opportunity that you're missing out on money. So that that's those are the biggest reasons why we we don't really um, look at how long someone's on the land. Yeah, I've never looked at it. I mean, all, all I look at on my list are are price, really. I mean, it just has to fit the price points that I want. Um, and then, you know, from there, we could filter out like people that live nearby and things like that. But but very limited depth as far as all of that goes so many people like they try to create in fact i was just talking to somebody about this last week they try to create this perfect opportunity funnel with all of these different things and by the time they're done they've got a list this big mm, yeah. it, it really doesn't work they got a thousand leads from their twenty thousand uh records yeah. that they have initially <laughs> And then they're like, man, I keep running through leads every week. I keep running through a new county every week. Well, that's probably why. Um, I find that uh, Matt asked, or Matt said, I find that the higher the value of the property, the seller wants more. Yeah, typically that's that's true. If you're in a hotter market too, like where you know properties are flying left and right, people are buying and selling. A, a lot of times those sellers tend to kind of know the values of their properties a little bit better versus if you're in other areas that are just, you know, uh, just not as hot. But just remember, you also have a lot more room to play at that post, that the, the higher number, right? You know, if you're got a property that's 10 grand, you don't have a whole lot of room for upside to be able to, how far can you go in, with offering on that property? You got a property that's legitimately worth a hundred grand. How far can you go? Right. You you can you could start wherever you want, but you can end, you could end at 80 grand and still make a twenty thousand dollar payday. Right. So you've got a whole so yes, they want more, generally speaking. There's a reason somebody owns a hundred thousand dollar property, generally speaking, right? They 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 had some money to begin with. They have never, so that may be true, but you also have a lot more opportunities to get a property like that as opposed to. The, the, I'm not saying the lower end ones. I mean, there's still plenty of opportunity there too, but you can just kind of keep working it and keep going with a higher end one where you don't have that option on lower end. Are you hitting all tax delinquent in the county or more targeted for your mailing list? And then he put, oh, you guys are in North Carolina. I'm upstate South Carolina. How do I work for with you guys to learn the ropes, guys? Um, we have, we, we, we have a, a course out called the Land Riches Blueprint. Uh, we do some a la carte coaching uh, and a la carte means is basically you choose and pick what you feel is, that you need versus, you know, like a lot of other speakers and these so-called gurus out here, they have a program and it's X amount of money all up front at one time or, you know, over a few payments or whatever. And it's X price. Ours is a little bit different than that. So um, if you want more information, you can reach out to us. Uh, one of somebody on the team would be able to help you out. 980-357-4545. But as far as um, hitting all tax delinquent, um, we do hit them, but we don't just focus on that. That's just going to be as, as part of the list that we get. There's going to be some that are tax delinquent, but that's not what we focus on. At least that's not what I focus on. 
Yeah, the vast majority of properties we buy are not tax delinquent. Never have been. I never liked that teaching. I never follow. I never subscribed to that method. Um, people would say that they're more motivated. I don't believe that's ever been true because there's so many people that pay taxes that hate it that are just as motivated, and they just pay it because they don't know what the repercussions are. So, and we and we break that down in in the course. Um, so yeah, that's uh, we hit everybody if if it fits the price point. And it hits the 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 um, geography, meaning like they're not living a door away. They get a they get contacted from us, you know whether it's you know whatever our minimum is all the way up to our max value tax delinquent or not, owned it for a day, owned it for a hundred years, all of it doesn't matter. If if it fits our criteria for what the property is, the value, and where the owner's located then yes, we are, we get it. And somebody just posted, uh, can, can we ask questions in this chat? Yes, so this is interactive, guys. So anybody that's watching this, you can, you can ask questions here. I think it's streaming in, in two locations, three locations, actually. It's streaming in two spots on Facebook. It's in the event and just on the group. It's also streaming on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, I put a note in there. We're not monitoring that. So don't ask questions there. You need to join the group. Uh, if you want to ask questions, you know, outside of YouTube, that's just more for, for replay and things like that for those who haven't been able to see this. But anybody else that wants to ask, go ahead. We're monitoring both chats and it is being recorded. Somebody asked that too. Uh, so yes, it's recorded. It's, it's streaming live on YouTube. It'll stay out there. It's just part of the Crushing Land series that's going to be out there. All of the other things that we do. So it'll be in there in that playlist. Uh, you'll be able to watch it uh, at any point that you want it stays there so yeah so feel free to ask questions in in either chat on facebook uh and uh and yes you can watch it whenever is good for you so uh arena asks is there a way to find a recent cash buyers if there's no way to sort sales or transfers i just want to cash buyers list yeah there's there's third-party services that teach you that, that you can pull third party that you can pull cash buyers from problem is most of them are buying houses um, you know, there are some buying land. You'd have to filter it down to just land. How good is that data? I don't know. Uh, you know, it's third party. So it's all good. It's as good as wherever they got it from and how good their filtering is and all of that. Um, cash buyers are not hard to find though. If you just on the group, market in the areas that we tell you to market in, right? If if we mark if you market in, you know, the different forms and the different things that we show you and mark People come in all the time that are, you know, that that are cash buyers. And and honestly, land is is people just kind of have that assumption anyway, that it's going to be cash buyers because that they're going to be cash, right? Unless you're offering financing, you get some people here and there that ask you if you're offering financing. But if you're not, you know, as Gina said earlier, land is not it, it's not a uh, something that's financed easily. So if it's not something that's financed easily from the bank, you know, those people know that. Where it could come into play sometimes is like land home packages. They've got some sort of deal like that. But generally speaking, you know, you're selling to cash buyers for almost every transaction. They find you. It's not. It's not difficult to find them. Um, I, and I know on on the chat, Joe put. Um, can you talk a little more about comps, um, Joe? If you're in this Q and A, send us a question that you have about comps, and uh, we can answer them for you. 
I know you were on asking when it, when does it start? And I just replied to that. So if you're on here, Joe, um, and either of the chats or either of the Facebook's lives that you're on, you can ask the question that you have and uh, we'll answer it for you. Come on, I know you guys got more questions than this, guys. I mean, we're doing a Q&A. People say they need help. We do a Q&A in a group and then we got three people asking questions, right? Like, I mean, are you guys serious about making money or are you guys just saying you want to make money? Because <laughs> I know one thing, when I was just getting started and I was, and I was listening to Q&As and stuff, you best believe I was on every single free Q&A I could get and ask, asking as many questions as I could within those 30 minutes or hour that they were on um, so I can familiarize myself, get better, get some questions answered, then go back and listen to it later on. So, guys, most people don't do this, especially often. So um, ask questions if you have them, man. Well, it looks like Joe followed up. He said, where do you get your comps? We get our comps mainly from, uh, from Zillow. And you're looking for like kind and quality. The, the whole purpose of doing research is to not spend 20 minutes per property because you're, you're never going to be able to grow. I mean, the whole purpose is, is, is 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes. As you're getting started, maybe five to 10, because uh, you, you, know, you, you like to overthink a lot of things. A lot of newer people like to overthink and try to get exact figures and exact numbers. And they, they sit there for a long period of time trying to, trying to nail down an exact figure. Like, don't worry about it. You're sending a lot. The offer you're sending is a lot less than what it's going to be worth. So you have a little bit of wiggle room, or you should have wiggle room. If you don't have any wiggle room, you're offering way too much, way too much money. But yeah, yeah I mean, comps, and the reason we like Zillow, honestly, is because it pulls from everywhere. Like realtor.com is just realtor listings, MLS listings, like Redfin, same thing. Zillow pulls that because it's syndicated from the MLS. It also has some for sale by owners. It just pulls tax roll records. It does a lot of different things. And so that, you know, you seem to get more data and more information from Zillow than you do from, um, you know, from other sources. That's all. Yep. Yep. Um, then Danielle asks, uh, can you convince a seller to not continue with the realtor with their vacant lot sale or you have to speak to the realtor? I don't, I don't, we don't, we don't, we don't convince anybody. If they have a listed, that's fine. We send an offer directly to the seller. It's up to them to do what they want from there. Um, we're not convincing anybody to stop working with an agent or to work with an agent or um, if we see that it's on the MLS, and we still want to make an offer, we're going to make an offer based on what we see and the price that we come up with. And we're going to send that offer just like we do any other offer directly to the, the seller or the owner of that lot and then let them do whatever they want with it at that point. If they want to show their agent, if they want to decide they don't want to work with the agent and accept our offer, whatever the case is, that's up to them. But yeah, we don't Nothing changes. Because sometimes when you run comps, they don't even tell you it's listed. But sometimes when you run comps on Zillow, you see the you see the property for sale. And so you know at that point it's listed. But that's between them and their agent. Now, I would never get in the middle because that could be illegal activity. I mean, you're interfering. I mean, you could never say don't work with somebody. But, um, you know, the, the agreement is a listing agreement is between – I have nothing to do with that. That's between them – and their their agent. So if they sign our contract and they try to cut their agent out, that agent doesn't have the right to come back for their commission on that. Nothing more, but they do have the right to come back for their commission. Um, but yeah, the it, we've bought properties that have been listed, and that's between them. And and then the we've seen the agent get you know gets involved and gets 
paid off the HUD and things like that, but we don't treat them any differently. If they've got a letter from us or SMS from us and they respond, then they simply just get the normal correspondence and it's up to them what they do with it at that point. Yep, yep. Um, as and I don't bother looking to see if it's in the MLS. I don't care. I mean, if, if it shows up in a comp, that's a good way to tell, obviously, but I don't go out and hunt it. It's not worth it. No reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, somebody asked here, does uh, does the land method have a CRM system that can pull a property list and create a full mailing package, send potential offers? Uh, and then he put, then he put, uh, He's using the investment dominator, which is a valuable tool. I'm here to see if the land method is a better fit. Um, as far as as far as CRM, we do have one. It's not out yet. Uh, it will be coming out um, soon. We just I, I'm not giving a date on it. I've done did I've done that a few times and it hasn't worked, so I'm not putting a date on it this time. But I will say this: we are very very close, and I promise you one thing. It will be the best thing on the market. That's one thing I, I, I'm pretty sure it will be. Um, and, and I'm not here to brag. You guys can be to judge it out yourself. But I've been using it for the last several months. Um, Jonathan's been using it. And it's what it does to follow up. It does SMS, a ringless voicemail. Uh, you'll be able to even um, call people right through there as well. So, I mean, it, it's an all-in-one. You're not going to be able to get a list because we don't personally, like myself and Jonathan, personally don't get lists from third-party sources. We go directly to the comp. So we're not big on, and don't get me wrong, we, 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 we recommend DataTree, we recommend PropStream. You know, if people want to get lists um, that way, that's fine. That's not how we get our lists. So we probably won't have something like that, at least not initially. I know that for sure. Maybe down the road, but... I, I, initially, we won't have that. And honestly, it's not, that's not a huge tool because getting a list and importing it is seconds. I mean, I can go download a list from, I'm actually working with a county right now. Perfect example. Um, so I've got, a, I've got a, 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 a county that I'm working, a state that I'm working with, non-disclosed state. So the county's kind of giving me a little bit of the runaround. It's on data tree. So download the list from DataTree. Um, I'll have the list. I'll import it in. I mean, I'll get it, import it in. It'll be in my CRM. I mean, what did that take me? Five minutes? So that part. But then from there on, everything in there, the way Genius was talking, is basically autopilot is the way we've had this CRM design where in, it. it runs the mail sent. It goes out certain days. When they respond certain ways, it does certain things. If they don't respond, it kicks it to something else. So it's basically following this thing through whatever the situation is for, for a couple of months. And so there's, there's a lot less work and it's making sure that there's, I was talking to somebody today about it, you know, the person we're working and developing and everything. And, and it was like basically redundancy and automations built in so that that stuff saves you time and effort and, and you can do more deals because of that. So just something to, to know. And we'll have a lot more information on that coming up um, in, in the weeks to come. Yep, yep. And uh and and I know uh Jenny Jenny put here, uh, do you get do you get more responses from direct mail or SMS? You definitely get a ton more responses from SMS. It is a little bit more work though, because I mean, you might get like 30% responses, but maybe five or six percent out of 
out of overall, 25% of that 30% is going to be, you know, uh, quit, stop, don't reach out, you know, whatever it is, opt, opt me out. Um, but I'm seeing probably around, uh, I, I want to say, man, I just looked at it like a week ago. I want to say it's about five, just under five and a half percent as far as response from SMS. For direct mail, I'm, I'm, I'm hovering just under 3% currently. Um, so obviously more responses, SMS, quicker responses, quicker way to get deals. Just because if someone said, you know, when I asked the question, how much are you looking to get? If the price, if they say five, let's say they say 10,000, I go do my research and, and I'm like, 10,000 is not a bad price. I'm sending them a contract right now so they can sign it right now. And I can get that deal today instead of mailing a contract and doing all that stuff like we normally do. So if the price is right, we're trying to get it right away. If it's if it's not right or it's, you know, they say they want 10 and I'm sending them a $5,000 offer, then I'm mailing it at that point. And I'm not going to go into a whole lot of details on this. We do it. We do break it down in the training. Um, but best bang for your buck is doing both. If you're starting off and it's scratch, then yeah, jump into text because you can get a deal. We had a video on that. We had a student that we interviewed. And, and then from there, that's just, you know, he was able to get deals like, he, I think he had like three in like two months. Um, and so you can get a lot quicker responses that way. But we've tested it. And if you're, if you are already, if you've already mailed, if you're doing things, you actually do that actually even comes up better if you've mailed first and then follow up with text afterwards. And we, we have all the timings and all the breakdown and all of that. We teach you guys how to do all of that. And that's actually all going to be built in the CRM as well uh, to help you with that, to get the best possible results that you can. Yeah. For, for, if you want to maximize, you definitely want to do both. You want to do the direct mail and you want to do SMS. Um, if if you're looking for something just like like John said, just getting started quickly, then absolutely decide on one or the other. You can't do both. Um, the biggest thing with us and nowadays, as obviously there's a little bit more competition as far as uh, a lot more speakers out here that are selling education and doing all of this stuff, right? But with, with that comes a lot more new people that get into the business. They don't last long, but they get into the business. They do a flood of stuff. And then if they don't get a deal pretty quick, guess what? They, they move back on to doing what they were doing previously, whether that's houses or, or real estate doesn't work and they, whatever the case is. Um, but because the responses are, are not like how it used to be, right? Where you can get 15% in one county, um, which is great, but it, it requires a lot more work, right? Whereas before you were just sending out one letter, if they don't respond, oh, well, move on. Where, well, now it's all about maximizing every lead that comes in, right? So if I send you an offer uh, or if I send you a letter and you don't respond, I'm going to send you a text. If you don't respond, I'm going to send you another text. If you don't respond, I might leave you a ringless voicemail, right? So we have a whole setup on how to maximize every opportunity that comes in. And that's what we're bringing. So um, again, we're, not tr we're, we're trying to do the best we can to not leave any money on the table. Whereas some speakers are still saying doing that one touch stuff like uh, like it used to be, which is fine. It's just not uh, today's world is a lot different than it was four or five years ago. Yeah. And the difference, too, is, I mean, just one touch can still work. Don't get me wrong, but you're going to have to mail a whole bunch more to get the same numbers. And they're like, well, now you got to, you know, before it used to be like mail a few hundred a week. Now it's like mail a few thousand a week if you want to get the same numbers. Whereas we haven't really upped our mailing a huge amount, but when we're adding in these extra ways of reaching the person, 
now we're in a position where okay this is 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 re, is is getting the best bang for your buck with with getting them and things and and i talk about a deal that i did you know where the guy completely ignored the first couple touches and then he finally he did the last one and he's and he signed the contract and the contract was for 12 grand and it's listed for 80 so uh, you know that's just just fairly recent so that's a thing where if it was one touch it would have been a dead deal but multiple touches now it stands to be a possible you know seventy thousand dollar deal it's a big difference yeah yeah uh, how do you go about finding title companies after a deal's been signed first you want to find yourself companies before the deal sign. You don't want to be caught behind the eight ball trying to find one. So if you know well, you're going to work in an area, you want to go be uh, being looking for them. Not, not after, you know, generally speaking, you know, you want to find ones that are investor friendly. Again, we break this down. We actually give you what to ask them, um, you know, in the, in the course, but we, you know, you want to find ones that are investor friendly. You want to find ones that are okay with double closings. You know, you want to find ones that, generally work an area larger than just the county they might be a little bit more expensive but that's you know not the end of the world because if you can keep working i got like few of the ones i work it's like one for the state so much easier and i'd rather spend a little bit more money than having to find one per county it's like one person like oh i'd rather work one buyer said i'd rather work with this person and i love their numbers they were cheaper it was like a hundred dollars a deal cheaper but at the same time, it's like they only work that county. And I'm like, well, how many deals am I going to do in that county? You know, as opposed to the whole state. So I'd rather find one that I can just keep using over and over and over and, over and understands my methods and then starts to give me breaks and starts to give me kickbacks and starts to do, you know, reissue credits on things and all of that different stuff. You know, that deals fall apart. They're not charging you every little bit. Yeah, they don't charge you. I had a student asked me last week, you know, the time you know, I worked to this new guy and he's trying to charge me X because the deal fell apart. And that, that doesn't even happen. I mean, all of that different stuff that that's huge. Yep, absolutely. So if I try to find the title company beforehand, um, pick up the phone and call some. In addition to that, there's a ton of Facebook groups. I'm sure you're in other land groups as well. Post it in every land group you're in. Hey, I need a title company in this area or in this state. And I'm sure somebody will respond and you'll get at least a few of them. It doesn't even have to be land, right? It could just be any real estate group in that yeah, area. Because honestly, if they're okay with investing double closings and, and assignments and stuff like that on houses, they're going to be okay with it on, on land right. as well. Yep. yep. Real estate's real estate. And uh, Corey, who do you use uh, for direct mail or all of them about the same? And I, I put that in here, Corey, tlmletters.com. We use Rocket Print. We recommend Rocket Print. Um, they're, they're, they're very good. They're a lot less expensive than a lot of others. And, um, we've and had, better. our students have had, our students have had a very, very, very good success and they do it and they've changed it up to do it the way we do it. Right. Not the windowed envelopes, not the indicia and all of that stuff. Like ours is like a physical stamp on the letter, the way we do it, the way we teach it. Um, that's how they do it for you. So, um, that's what we recommend. You can go right on the tlmletters.com. And uh, you'll see the prices that they charge based on how many you buy. So um, ho hope that helps you out, man. I, I know I've talked to some people that do like REI print and other ones, and they're like 80 cents a letter, 90 cents a letter for first class. I'm like, wow, that, that's, that's pretty expensive. And just two things with that quick. There is a crushing land with them, so you can watch that and hear the details. Um, but with with uh tlmletters.com um uh, gina said it is rocket print but go to the tlmletters.com because we've worked out a deal for you guys 
where you know you're not getting you're basically getting the cheapest price the windowed envelope price but without the windowed envelope and also you can use like blue ink instead of just having black ink and you're getting a live stamp instead of the indicia so we're getting you like the the, the cheaper price but for what we use so they gave us a they gave us a deal for for throwing them this extra business stuff so they, they track that and so tlm letters get you that um, and also, um, the other thing with them that's really nice is basically the more you buy up front, the cheaper it gets, but you're only paying for the printing up front and you're not actually printing them up front. So you could be buying a 10,000 piece package at, you know, 15 cents each. So, so whatever, whatever it may be. So it's $1,500. That's what you pay up front for 10,000 pieces. And then you actually pay the postage cost as you mail. So you're only paying so every thousand to be three sixty every week. Yeah. Every if you send a thousand a week, I, I believe it's thirty six cents right now is what they charge. It's all on there. If you, if you click on that link, it's all on there. But uh, if it's thirty six cents a stamp for uh, bulk mail, then you'll pay that three sixty every week that you mail. So as soon as you pay them, they'll put it in the mail and and get your letters out. So, um, do you verbally try to ask or make deals on the phone, or do you do due diligence then get back to the seller? We almost never negotiate over the phone initially. Um, if they're calling me back from a letter I sent them, we have a list of questions that we ask them um, as far as about the property, and then we send them an offer. We do our due diligence and send them an offer in the mail. Why? Because if you haven't done due diligence, you don't even know what to offer them. Um, and a lot of times people call you and say, hey, what's your offer? And you tell them exactly that. Sorry, I, I don't sit here and do a bunch of research be, when I'm mailing you an initial letter. We don't research until you call us because not everybody's interested in selling. So um, very simple. And then, the only exception to that is really SMS if they give a number that's remotely close to what we would actually. They tell me they want 20 grand. And the pro, well, that one Genus had, for example, that was mailed, right? What was the numbers? I forgot. What they tell you they wanted and what was the actual? Oh, the twenty thousand, and then I mailed them sixty. Well, seven thousand minus the taxes. It was like sixty six hundred or something. So that case is just getting in the mail now. If they said twenty and it was worth twenty, legitimately worth twenty for me to buy, then I'd go back and like. Or if they said twenty five and it was twenty, I might go back in that case and be like, hey, I can't quite do that. Does this? But those are few and far between. Most yeah. people you'll experience do not give you a number on any level. Doesn't matter. What are you looking to get for the property? You tell me. I haven't thought about it. I'm not sure. Uh, best value possible. Market value. Not in a rush. Yeah. yeah all, they very rarely give you a number. You know, unless they're like, some people are just like, I need to get rid of this thing and I'll take anything. And those are the people that you're like, okay, I'll jump on this and work. But other than that, you know, just just go through the normal the normal procedure and and mail them the offer. Um, Jenny, uh, asked, you know, she's been flipping land for about five years. Uh, been pretty successful. She trained with another company. Uh, your name looks familiar. Um, but I do want to scale up my business, maybe get back to basics because things are slowing down for me. Do you recommend that I buy a course or just go straight into some a la carte coaching? I mean, uh, Jenny, I definitely recommend you, um, either schedule a call with us. Uh, we could chat a little bit further, just kind of see where you're at, where you've been, where you're looking to go. And then we can, basically put something better, um, you know, in front of you based on what you're looking to do and, and, and what makes sense all the way around. Right. I mean, it's not like, Hey, yeah, go straight into coaching or Hey, go buy the course. Uh, the course, as you know, like any other, and like any other course out there is more self-help with some like email support, basic support, things like that. 
Uh, obviously, the, the coaching is more like we're in your business, helping you with your business. We actually have had somebody um, uh, just join us recently from another coaching program as well. And uh, she's she's in this chat tonight, Arena. So, uh, Jenny, you can reach out to Arena and just ask her how her experience has been over the last few weeks with us. And um, I mean, that'll just give you an indication there of, of you know, you, you'll see the difference basically is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and and so one of the things with, like, with anybody that calls us, not just you, Jenny, anybody that calls, if you call us, I think, I don't know if the number got put in here, but if not, we'll drop it in. But um, it, it's, uh, you can put it in both chats actually. Um, it's not pressure. I, I think maybe some people are used to like high pressure sales calls. Like you need to do this or you're going to, it's not about that. It's about finding out if we fit, where you're at, what's best for you. We're not about taking your last penny and then you don't have any money to do the business. That doesn't do you any good, right? It's about bringing your business to the next level, all of those things. So if you're interested, you know, you can call, no pressure. You know, we'll have, you know, we'll have a chat with you and, and see if it goes from there. And that's actually something I'm really proud of. I think that came up for anybody that watched it. Was it two weeks ago? Uh, we did the crushing land where Keely interviewed me. And she was asking like, how was it going? And what was like my, my proudest moment or accomplishment or anything like that. And I said, I love the fact that people see the difference and, and they've done other coaching programs. I think a huge amount of people that come to us are ones that have done other programs and they felt lacking. And then they come to us and they're like, oh, you guys really like, I should have started with you. And if you didn't, that's fine. You know, we come after like some other people did, but, but I really, to me, that's huge. Cause it's like, we're, we're doing it the right way. And people are really benefiting and they're seeing those results and things like that. So, and, and, and it's just because we, it, it's, there's a lot of things that go into it. I mean, for one, what we're doing the business, not saying that anybody else isn't, but we know most aren't, uh, not everybody. Cause there's some very good programs out here, some very good coaches out here. So I'm not knocking everybody, but the majority, and you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys have been around the block. I'm sure most of you guys have been around the block and know what I'm talking about. Um, number two, is we are willing to put in the time to help you, right? I mean, one thing I tell every student that we work with is don't be shy to ask us any single question possible, right? Don't Because some people are like, I don't want to ask this question because I don't want to feel stupid. No, ask the question. If you're investing money to get help, why be scared to ask questions, right? Um, why be scared to ask for the help, right? If you're investing to, to get to where you want to be. So um, we're really big on making sure every question is answered, making sure it's broken down where you understand and making sure you're taking action. At the end of the day, we're not going to do it for you. We're going to show you how to do it, but we will not do it for you. So um, that's something that, you know, some people spend money and think that, hey, they're going to do the work for me. So I'm going to sit back. It don't work like that. You still got to put in the work. It's not get rich quick. It, it takes time. Um, but we're trying to, sh we're trying to have, we're trying to uh, help you where you're successful long-term, right? Where you're continuing to be successful because you're following the plan. And you understand there's, there's really high months, there's really low months throughout the year. And it's about fighting through that and, and how to fight through that and what you need to be doing, how to prepare, all of that good stuff that comes into um, helping you be where you need to be. Yeah. Our goal is for you to have a running business, right? You can learn the business. You can learn the foundation. I call it the foundation. I always have the 30,000 foot view from the course right? But that's what it's teaching you. It's teaching you the aspects of how it works. When we, when you start getting into the coaching and working with us in that, that's when we're like, like Gina said, we're interjecting into your specific 
needs and your specific things. And then from there, you're able to roll a goal and, and get higher and higher with as far as you want to go, you know, and, and, and it's funny. I'm actually have a student right now that I, he was a student of mine. It's just a funny story. And he won't, he doesn't care that I taught it. He was a student of mine. He blew up his business to seven figures and he hired me to coach him again to downsize his business. Cause he said, I don't need it this big. I don't need to be overseeing something this large. I want to get to the point where I'm only working. You know, it's like, great. I'm making seven figures a year, but I'm working like crazy hours to do it. I'd rather make high six figures or mid six figures and, and work a few hours a day like you guys are doing. So show me where to make those adjustments. So with the a la carte that worked well for him, because instead he wouldn't have never dropped 50, $60,000 on a package. Right. But, but he, he's like, okay, I'll buy a few months. And that's what we've been working on. And he's already been implementing and already seeing results. So really it can be anything for anyone that, that wants to do it. And that's something that we're, you know, really happy, you know, really there to, to, to help you guys with. Absolutely. Now there's a few more questions that came in, Jonathan. So let me uh, go ahead and ask those. So we don't forget uh, with double closings. Are there some important questions to ask the buyer to make sure they're reliable? Um, the buyer, the end buyer? No. They don't, they don't even need to know you're doing a double closing. You don't need to even bring that up ever. You need, you're you spending, need to get a signed contract and you need to get a deposit. If they give you those two things, you're good to go. You're good to go. Exactly. I mean, you're sending the A to B and the B to C contracts to the title company or attorney. They're handling the rest. Your buyer never needs to know that you're doing a double closing or anything like that. Obviously, neither does your out. seller. Neither side. Yeah, neither does your only, seller. Needs the to only know. person in a double closing, A to B, B to C, that needs to know you're double closing is B, you. Nobody else needs to know it. Now, obviously, the attorney needs to know. I mean, but I mean, out of the parties, you know, the attorney needs to know if you need transactional funding, they need to know all that stuff. But the other, no, no other party needs to know what you're doing. Exactly. Now, uh, here goes another question. Will batch leads integrate with your new CRM? This is a great question, Don, because once we get the CRM out, you will no longer need batch leads. Our CRM is going to do everything batch leads does besides pulling the leads. Um, but our CRM is going to do everything Bachelors does as far as the text messaging. Again, we have ringless voicemail. We have a power dialer on there. Um, you can, you can post on your social media right from there, you know, Facebook and, uh, Instagram and all of these LinkedIn and everywhere. Uh, it is just, it's very powerful as what you're going to be able to do with it. Yeah, I, <laughs> just stay tuned for more. We could be here for, for hours just going over that alone, but it will be, it will basically put your, I mean, I think our slogan is you put your land investing on autopilot, right? I mean, that's literally what it's designed to do. You drop in and you pick the workflows that you want, whether it be just direct mail or direct mail and text or text first, then direct mail or just texting, whatever it is, blind offers, they're all built in. You pick them. You drop them in, and until people respond, somehow it just keeps moving them along. Obviously, when people respond, you need to get in there. That's when you're actually following up, right? Because that's what we always do. But it do. automatically removes them from certain workflows also. So if I, as soon as you mark that, hey, this person responded to this text and wants an offer, you say they want an offer, you click that button, they're done. They're not going to get anything else. But until that happens, they're going to keep working. And we'll explain all that. We'll show it all to you. But again, that's that's a future a future episode or, or, or training, or I don't even know how we're going to do it. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be huge for anybody that's serious about this business. 
Are there any states that don't like the idea of marketing a property that you don't own? I ran into this in Tennessee and Ohio. Is there any legal jeopardy here? So I've done deals in both those states and have no problems. Two things. So one, I know in Ohio it's the case. I didn't know this was an issue in Tennessee. I don't think it is. But Ohio does not like you doing that for houses, owner-occupied buildings. Land isn't even included. They don't care. That's true in a lot of areas. Land's a totally different beast. So you have to know that. That's a conversation to have with an attorney. I know there's not an issue in Ohio because I actually heard it was, and I knew it was for houses, and I asked the attorney. And he told me, no, you don't need to worry about that for land. And then another company verified that for me. So that was good. Two, sometimes it's just a simple disclosure, one sentence at the end of the, of the thing, you know. And it's not that you don't own it. It's, it's basically like the owner of record is not the person selling this property. The, 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 the company that will be selling it to you, you know, the owner or, or, or we will be, I forgot how it's worded. We have it in there. But we'll be taking title to property before it's transferred to you. Not we're buying it and flipping it. You're not explaining it. You're basically just saying, you know, we're not yet on title. We will be. And they can verify that with the closing attorney or title company, whichever it is in that state. Um, I had a state where I was doing that, had multiple listings. And I was like, oh, this is going to create a bunch of questions or people are going to ask. One person, one person asked me what that line meant at the end. And when I just explained it just like that, oh, yeah, well, it's, it, you know, we, we are currently transferring it into the into our LLC, and then we're going to that LLC will be the one selling it to you. They they were like, oh, okay, that makes sense, and they did the deal. So a lot of it's just knowing how to talk to people and what needs to be put in. But you need to have those conversations if you're going to work in states like that. You need to just have those conversations with a real estate attorney in that state and find out if it's actually an issue for land, and if it is, just what verbiage needs to be put in because it's usually a simple sentence. And that verb is already written into all of our contracts anyway. So we're already protected all 50 states because of that. Yep, yep. Guys, we appreciate trying to help you guys. Uh, I mean, and you guys being on to listen to us and listen to some of our answers. Uh, it looks like uh, that's it for the questions. I don't see anything else coming up here. So, um, like, 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 like we always say, if you guys have any questions, you guys can schedule a quick call with us. It's no pressure. We're not going to tell you that we're the best thing to slice bread and you have to do this or do this in order to make a dollar. Because at the end of the day, it's up to you. If you believe us, if you feel that we can help you, that's your decision. We know what we can do. We know what we bring to the table. Um, and we know how we're able to help people. It's just up to you. Are you willing to take the help, accept it? Are you willing to learn? And are you willing to do? Um, if you are, reach out to us, 980-357-4545. Uh, you can also go right onto the landmethod.com. There's a link there that you can schedule a 15-minute call uh, with myself or one of our team members. And uh, again, just have a conversation, man. I mean, you don't have to say, hey, I'm going to do this. You can say, hey, let me talk to these guys, see what they're about, see how they can possibly help me. And then from there, we have a conversation. But again, we'll never pressure you. We'll never tell you. Uh, you need to work with us in order to make money or anything like that, man. That's not how we do business. Uh, we know there's a lot of other speakers out here. We know there's some good speakers out here. We know there's some terrible speakers out here. We know that a lot of speakers just want your money. They're making 99% of the money off education. We're not. 
we do the, the majority of the money we make is off of our deals and we actually do deals together as well. Me and Jonathan. And we, we post them. Together. I mean, we give you guys proof. We actually show you our deals. Yeah. And, and not I mean, all of them. I'm not going to make a post every other day, but we show you our deals and we show yeah. you, I showed you my offers yesterday, right? The offers that were two days ago. I mean, all of these things. So we actually, we're pretty transparent in everything that we do for you guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 that's how we'll continue to be. But like, you know, like I said, if you guys have any questions, want to schedule a call just to see what we're about, whether it's about a course, whether it's about a coaching program or whatever the case is, man, uh, we're here to try to help you guys out. And uh, yeah, we look forward to. Oh, by the way, now that we're at the end of the call, we will be having a training live in the Facebook group next month beginning of next month sometime. So stay tuned in the next few weeks for more details on that. You'll probably get some emails. You'll probably see a little bit of marketing going out there. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any questions at all, feel free to reach out to us, man. And um, we'll kind of take it from there. We got to get prepared for our seven o'clock call now, Jonathan. <laughs> and just really quick, guys, if you're watching this, I see a couple of questions about if it's going to be posted up. Yes, everything like this stays on YouTube. It's And this will actually be on the podcast. So if you're listening, you can listen as well. Um, if you do that, the Crush Your Liam podcast, it stays in the group. We don't pull stuff down. It's 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 on our YouTube channel, so you can watch it there. If you're if you're listening to this later and you've asked questions, you know, and they didn't get answered, obviously it's because we didn't see them because it's live. So if you asked questions after the fact and and you're like they never answered mine, well, just post it in the group if you have a question, right? Post it as a group question. We want we we welcome questions in the group. So go ahead and, and post that. You'll see pe different people asking it. Like I said, if you were watching this on YouTube at all, live or not, we weren't monitoring that. So if you're in there, as the post said, join the group, ask the questions there if by chance um you did any of, of those things. And you saw maybe a post. I think Ryan made a post about our 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 group coaching call tonight and and doing that. Um, and so that's all part of the a la carte stuff. That's something that can be included. It's something that doesn't have to be included. It's something that you can get alone. That's where we talked about different things where that's every other week. So if you want something like this every other week and that's all you want, we actually have an option for that, right? Way more detailed than this, but something like this, this kind of format, all of these different things. So if you have any questions on any of that stuff, you know, reach out, give us a call. It's in the description. We put the numbers a couple of times in the comments. You know, we're more than happy to talk to you about anything available that might help you guys uh, moving forward. Cool. Well, y'all have a great evening, and uh, we look forward to continuing to help you guys in the group. Keep asking questions. Keep asking for help, and uh, we'll be here to help you guys out. See you guys next time. Have a great afternoon or evening or whatever it is in your area. Thank you, listeners, for joining in today. Join us again next week for another discussion on all things land. If you have a topic you want discussed, send us an email about it at thelandmethod at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website, thelandmethod.com. Remember to join the Land Method Facebook group as well if you want to be the first to hear this content and be a part of a community that supports each other in our land businesses. Have a great week.